Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Parkins and Spiegel Show. If y'all ready, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. It sounded like Tom Brady might have inadvertently been describing what Ryan Poles is trying to build. I think what we tried to do was we tried to do things the right way. Where have we seen this? We've seen this in the drafting of Jaquan Brisker. I got to give you the biggest one, to me anyway. That, that The biggest way that, that Ryan Poles, his philosophy reflects what we just listened to. Oh, hold on. I want to write it down. Yeah, you know what it is. I want to just see. All right, go ahead. It's keeping Matt Eberflus. Flus. Two things here. Okay. Hopefully. Hold on, let me write something down. Well, I'm just saying, if, do we like that yeah. as like the reveal of seeing how well we know each other? Yeah. I kind of I like that. It's a newlywed game? Yeah, it's like you put something in a sealed envelope. Tell me where specifically is the weirdest place that you personally, girls, have ever gotten the urge to make whoopee? <laughs> um, in the... He said it was uh, in the car on the freeway. Bob Eubanks didn't know what to do with himself. <laughs> Shane, he should call out the demo. I feel like I don't have to at this point. <laughs> I need Bob Eubanks and Marla Gibbs approval and validation on the text line immediately. But first, tell us how old you are and how many digits your social security number is. And if this is your first text. <laughs> what does it mean to slide into someone's DMs? <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> okay, we're not ready for that. As a team, we'll get there. It might be a fruit emoji, but that doesn't mean they're talking about fruit. Oh. <laughs> you sign your Facebook comments. Yeah, that's my favorite. That's a good one. What's the one thing you would hate to hear your wife say about your last girlfriend on Coast to Coast Television? She said your last girlfriend was a hooker. Oh, <laughs> one, two, three. And here, here we go. go. Here we go. Here we go, Jack. Here we go, Tony. The Parkins and Spiegel Show, afternoons from 2 to 6 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Okay. So, we had a great segment planned for right now. We did. Some of which we might still do. A tremendous breakdown of the Bears' decision regarding the number one pick in Justin Fields by Bill Barnwell over at ESPN. Lots of great detail. You and I both read it. Tons of thoughts. Still might get to some of it. And we have audio from the senior bowl of Caleb Williams' teammates talking up Caleb Williams, which we probably will get to as well. But my guy Colin Cowherd, who I know the name in and of itself becomes very polarizing with people because they say, He's a hot take artist. He's a contrarian by convenience. That's All, what I used to say. There's a lot of there's a lot of those allegations that go out there about the man. Um, 
He's evolved um, with a lot, evolved very respectfully as a uh, as a take artist, in my own personal opinion. Great, and I, he's one of the most talented people to ever do this. And when you get to be as big as he is, people tell you things. Like whether we like them or not, and I happen to like him, and I happen to know him a little bit personally, but just take it from my experience with with Nick, who obviously works with Colin at Fox Sports One. The number of people that Nick knows and that Nick talks to and that reach out to Nick is crazy. It's and these just, are act, active sports people and con- active, active sports connected people, sports people, current athletes, executives, celebrities. These people love sports, and these are sports people on TV. So they know a lot of things. People are like, oh, it's just they're just shooting from the hip. It's informed. It's in, the, the, it is an absolutely informed place if they're good at their job. And I happen to know that Colin is good at his job. Then you add in, he's a USC fan. He's a Lincoln Riley fan. He's been on the field for their games. He has been uh, at times called a USC booster. Like he is a he is connected to that football program in a deep, deep, deep way. Um, he's had Lincoln Riley uh, on his show and in studio. He's had Caleb Williams on his show. So. We were alerted that Colin today on his show said something about Caleb Williams and the Chicago Bears. You haven't heard it. I haven't heard it. Tanny has. Let's hear it all together. There are some, I will say this, because I'm kind of connected to this whole Mm -hmm. Caleb thing. I know you're sitting on some stuff. I am sitting on some stuff. I think there are some concerns in NFL circles that dad has a little too much say in power. There's worry that they're not going to hire an agent. Now, Lamar Jackson didn't, and it was fine. Um, oh, was it? <laughs> well, it wasn't perfect, but it worked. He made, he got his he got his paycheck. Um, it's not ideal. You'd like to have a real agent. Um, there, there's some concerns here that uh, dad's a little too involved. Now, dads are very, very involved in high school and college quarterbacking. So that's just part of the new world we live in. But I, I still contend, you're going to think I'm nuts here. I do think it's possible that Washington trades up and Chicago allows Washington to trade up because Caleb and his group do not want to go to Chicago. I don't want to live in this world of that being our next three months. Now, I don't want to do it. Is he just That's horrifying. Is he just no. trying for clicks, Danny? To try and make you feel better? Is it possible? You just gave a preamble as to why you might not be. But uh, I, I don't believe that he would do that. Because that's, that's heavy stuff. I don't believe that he would do that. Like, to me, like, trolling for clicks is um, everybody is picking one side. You make the case on the other so that you can stand out in the sea of this so that if the upset happens, you can say I was right because there's no cost of being wrong. That's the contrarian by convenience. You know what I was referring to? Yes. That's, that is that part of it. This is like, I'm connected to this. I'm sitting on some stuff. His dad is involved. They haven't hired an agent. It's possible that that does not strike me as contrarianism, but let's 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 let him let's let him keep going here. He's from the D.C. area. I think Dan Quinn is considered the big concern for Caleb Williams. And you have to admit this. 
where you land matters. Chicago has never developed a star quarterback. Mm. And your first coach matters. You think Eberflus is going to be there five years? Well, no. What, okay, what if uh, Washington hires Cliff Kingsbury? Is that attractive for Caleb Williams? Like, I, I don't know. But I'm telling you, so Caleb, if Caleb went to Washington, he knows for four years he's got the same staff overwhelmingly, same head coach, same system, mostly. Kingsbury, if he went there, keep your eye on that, would get paid a lot. He wouldn't go anywhere. Plus, Kingsbury would not leave Caleb Williams. If you go to Chicago, it's almost guaranteed that by the second year, you have a whole new system, whole new playbook, whole new staff. I think there's a power play potentially going to be made that Caleb's like, I'm not going there. And Washington moves up. By the way, they could give Chicago draft capital and some players. They've got an interior D lineman, a receiver maybe they can move, and some draft capital. You just move it up one spot. So um, I, I, I just think there's a lot of things people around Caleb are sitting on. I think he's going to be phenomenal. I like him a lot. I've met his dad. But there are people that are concerned. Now, sometimes these these teams are concerned about stuff because it's not going their way. Yeah. You, you know, and I know this. Like, corporations, they want to control stuff. Yes. And with Caleb, you're not going to control everything. No. John Elway, Eli Manning, their dads paid a big factor in it. John's like, I'm not going there. And Eli's like, Archie's like, nope, we're not going to the Chargers. Man, let, let, just, just to complete that history lesson while everybody processes, Archie Manning had talked to the father of Ryan Leaf before the draft about the Chargers' handling of Ryan Leaf, and he heard the Chargers didn't help Ryan Leaf with personal issues, and that was part of why Archie said, we don't want to go there. And so they didn't go there. And just, just to remind you, the Chargers got Phillip Rivers, a third-round pick, which ended up being a kicker in Nate Kading, and a 2005 first-round pick, which ended up being Sean Merriman, and another draft pick for trading down from one to four when they were forced to. So if this is where it's going, there's lots of precedent to still get a lot for the pick if indeed it gets to that point. I don't want to consider those hypotheticals right now, man, because the team that traded out of the rights to John Elway wasn't thrilled that they didn't get John Elway. And the same thing, I know the Chargers ended up getting Eli uh, Phillip Rivers. That one worked. And, and Phillip Rivers was very good. But but Eli Manning was the one who won the Super Bowls. Yeah, Chris Hinton was the <laughs> offensive tackle and quarterback Mark Herman and then another first-round pick from the Colts it, that for John Elway. That Caleb one and happen. his group do not want to go to Chicago. It would be a new level of pain because they evaluated and scouted Trubisky and Mahomes, and they made the wrong pick. But it was their pick to make. It would be a new level of pain if you execute one of the great NFL trades of the last 20 years that Ryan Poles did with Carolina. It becomes the number one pick in a draft in a transcendent quarterback draft. Then the transcendent quarterback who you had an opportunity to fire your coaching staff to clear out, to hire an attractive guy if Cowherd's speculation about Dan Quinn and continuity is correct. Maybe that's part of it. Or maybe it's, hey, Washington, his hometown, he wants to go to D.C., nothing you could do. And he power plays out of Chicago to go to D.C. And then you have the second pick in the draft, and Drake May ends up being significantly worse than Caleb Williams, or he ends up being a bust, and Caleb Williams goes on to stardom. How do you even begin to cope with overcoming that 
if you're a Bears fan, if that happens. Well, and again, I, there's a lot of qualifiers and ifs mm-hmm. in there. I went back and looked at Caleb Williams's Instagram post when he declared for the draft because I thought I remembered him saying that he's looking forward to going who, to whoever drafts him. He actually didn't say that. Ian Rappaport said it in a tweet, but that was not. He said that he heard that from Caleb's camp. It, he he included, I'm trying to find the exact thing. He he was saying that Caleb looks forward to going to whoever drafts him, was how I, was how I remember Rappaport's I remember him adding that time. context. I don't remember if he sourced that. I don't believe that he did. Can, can we try to call Ian Rappaport on the fly, Shane? Can we try to call him, please? Thank you. You know, Colin um, Cowherd did not really give you a ton about the Bears there. He said the Bears have never, you know, projected, uh, developed a quarterback. But he gave you a lot about Caleb and gave you a lot about his dad. And that's where the connections are. Now, this this has been smoke for a long time. Uh, a, an old GQ article, uh, an off-the-cuff quote from his dad, things saying like that. Ba- saying that he could go back to college right. if he didn't like the situation where he was drafted. Right. We, we knew that we were getting an empowered athlete with an involved dad. But now, now his hometown team of Washington has brand new ownership with loads of money and a clean slate with a new respected veteran coach. Not an offensive coach or anything like that, but certainly an offensive coordinator opening that could go to Cliff Kingsbury, as Coward describes, that would be a pretty damn cushy situation to get to at pick number two. You mean cushy for the Bears? No, for Caleb. Yeah, I mean, it's remarkably comfortable and cushy and sort of dreamlike. You could see him desiring that in a system that you yourself know and have advocated for before is unjust for some collegiate players. I, of course. This is an empowered young no, man of, who of might course. be trying to write his own ticket. Listen, I, I'm arguing this from a selfish standpoint. I know. I, I'm not saying that Caleb – listen, Caleb – has that power. If he makes it clear to the Bears, I will not go there, then he won't go here. Hmm. I'm saying that would suck. That would be a new level of pain that we would be dealing with as a fan base. And I know that a lot of people don't want Caleb, and I know a lot of people want Justin, and a lot of people would say good riddance. And, hey, I'd be forced to talk myself into Drake May. Um, But they won't draft him if he doesn't want to be here. Because you don't no. want the the surly, disinterested franchise. He's got to come into Justin Fields' locker room and lead it. You'll do what the Colts did with Elway, and you'll do what the Chargers did with Eli. And make the best of a bad situation and have not a lot of leverage because he will be dictating where he wants to go, so you'll only be able to negotiate with one team. What's interesting... It's a, it's a disaster. Well, what's interesting is that it's you wonder then disaster. if it changes the calculus on whether you stay with Justin. Because that is a difference that the Chargers didn't have, that the Colts didn't have, as a viable quarterback at the time. So you trade down to two because that's the demand, and then you could trade down from two again to whichever team wants Drake me. You could execute the double Drake trade back. down, yeah. the trade back, and, 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 and completely load up on assets. Or, of course, you could trade down to two, take whichever quarterback you want at two, and trade Justin and do all of that. I'm I'm texting Cowherd right now. <laughs> I'm texting him right now. Could you say it out loud? Uh, what you're texting, as long as you're doing that. 
is Caleb really not going to come to the Bears? <laughs> I need to know. Uh, he's sitting on some stuff, according to uh, Jason McIntyre. That's Tanny's guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tanny loves that guy. Caleb and his group do not want to go to Chicago. Oh, my God. I think someone told Caleb's dad, Carl, to shut the hell up. He, he's not responding to text messages or phone calls now. Yeah, well, you know, this is, uh, this is quite a moment for it's them. It's horrible. Oh, you're talking about for them. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's all of it. It's all happening right now at, at the same time. You, you know, I got to say, it'd be a pretty quick pivot for me. If indeed this is the case, it'd be a pretty quick pivot to, <sighs> all right, screw that guy. Okay, screw that guy. Let's move on. What's the best thing you can do now? Jaden Daniels. Probably something like that. Then go ahead and find your quarterback and maybe you don't have to do it at two, so maybe you can do the double trade down or whatever. Or maybe you can say, you know what, Washington, we're going to give this to somebody else. But I just don't understand, you know, why would the commanders give away one of their only assets they have to make Caleb Williams better in Terry McLaurin? Why would they package that in a trade? That doesn't make sense either. I'm also thinking about Justin Fields with Terry McLaurin and DJ Moore. Makes you feel a little differently about going into the season now. I hear you. You know? But they've got interior ah! they've got interior defensive linemen. Go go ahead and get who's it, Jonathan Allen? Who's yeah. there? Yeah, go ahead and get one they're, of those they're guys. Not, they're not doing that to move up one spot. Oh, I just told you what the what the Chargers got. What the Chargers got and they got a ton. Didn't Terry McLaurin just get a new deal the, too? The, the Bears had to give up a couple of what, mid round picks to move up from three to two? Yeah, for for Trubisky. For, for from two to one, for yeah, but that. look how dumb he was. Mo- moving up, moving up one. For, spot. Excuse me, from three to two for Mitch, who was not anybody. It's not the value of this pick is such that you, but you'll it, be you extract what you can. No, yeah, but you're not. Get, I mean, you're not getting a guy who would be traded for if they traded Jonathan Allen tomorrow, they'd get a first round pick. They would not have to give up a first round pick to move up from two to one. You would not get Jonathan Allen if you're trading down with the commanders. You don't think they'd have to give up the value of a first-round pick to trade from two to one for Caleb Williams I with the not. value of Caleb's as a pick? Not we've if, all talked about. Not not if Caleb Williams says, "I won't go to Chicago. I'll only go to Washington. Trade me here, or I won't play for you." Do you lose all your leverage because you can't put Washington against Atlanta and Vegas and New England and those other you 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 get cut out at the knees. If that happens, read, read the. Do you have the Barnwell piece up? I can. I can pull it up. I've got the, it. He does. He does it. He does. Which chapter? He, dude, it's so long. He does the hypothetical trade uh-huh. of of from one to two for for Washington. There, it's not. It's not for future first round picks. I don't remember what it is off the top of my hand. Mm-hmm. It's thirty thousand words, but it's it's in there. It's it's not for a first round pick. Um, it. I. It would just listen. The, the crazy thing about this yeah. is that if Caleb wants to go to D.C., he'll be able to get himself to D.C., but the argument of going to D.C. is going to be a personal one. It's going to be, I want to play at home. Of course. It's, it's, and he'll try and, and he'll, he'll shroud it in that to come off less like a, well, and, a prima donna. And, and I think, and I think but, but also, man, like, I don't know Carl Williams or anything like that. The Bears situation they won seven games. Washington earned the second pick in the draft. The Bears won seven 
games. Right, but it's if he wants to go play at home, and that's and, what he's forcing. And all that pressure now that the commanders will feel from their fan base now that this is out there yep. in the public space, like, oh, you got to bring the hometown kid home. We don't care what it takes. Just give it up, whatever you got to give up to get him. It would be a fascinating exercise in leverage because, yes, the Bears would have to trade there, but they still would have the right in full. And Ryan Poles would have to would have to play some serious, interesting leverage games. Here's what Bill Barnwell at ESPN wrote about a possible trade down to the commanders at number two in his exhaustive Caleb Williams, Justin Fields piece from today. This is before this bit of news right. came out. And this is with the assumption that they could trade to anybody that they wanted right? and chose to trade to Washington, not in a scenario where Caleb has them over a barrel. He says, this would only make sense if the Bears were going to make a second trade with the number two pick and felt like they could bluff the commanders into paying an extra premium to move up one spot. I don't think that's likely, and dealing the top pick would be more valuable than the combination of moving down a spot and then trading out of the second selection. At best, Chicago could get back the second rounder it sent to Washington in the Montez Sweat deal. He has number one to Washington for the number two pick, the number 40 pick, and number 163. Yeah, and so you're that not- would not feel like enough. No! Are you kidding? Don't miss out on Caleb Williams. So if I'm Ryan Poles, middle finger to everybody here, I'm trading down even further. Trade with the Patriots. Yeah, screw them. Yeah. Right? Like that way no one gets what they want except the Chicago Bears, and that's all I care about See, if I'm no, Ryan Poles. But no, but no one is trading up to one. If they know he only wants to go to they, Washington. Because they would have the same problem. These guys are stubborn, man. Oh, we'll talk him into our building. We felt good about our interactions with him at the Combine. Mm. No one but would do that. You know how that. that goes. No one would do that. It... it no, like if, if if Colin is right, and he does a whole segment on like when Colin was right, when Colin was wrong, like he, he obviously you put a lot out there. Did he text you back? Uh, Go see. ahead. Let, let me Look. see. No, he is not. Here's a texter. I don't know. Carl about, has. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. What do we got? Just from wait. Carl? Just wait. What really? do you mean? Just wait. Wait. How long do I have to wait? I'm still. I'm talking to him right now. Just wait. To, all right. Wait. Good. Wait. Shane is in Relax over there, brother. <laughs> Danny looks like he hasn't slept in weeks. He, well, he's not. He looks like he did when he was I, hung over at Circa. Dude, is what he looks. Caleb's yeah. dad is texting me back. So okay, if I can good. go with this, then we'll talk. If not, just hang okay. Th- this text uh, to the show. I don't know about anyone else, but I am absolutely here for Danny being stressed about Caleb not wanting to come here. No Sounds one. like Tanny is too. <laughs> come on, Spees, you too. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, as I said, it's it's a pretty. No, I like our guy. I don't want him to do. <laughs> That's this. not what I'm saying. Oh yeah, but we don't know. We it's don't even know if this is the guy yet, Caleb. It's a pre- it's a quick pivot for me to say screw you. It really is because if that's what you're gonna do and try to do that, like. I care more about what is going to happen to the Bears than I do about the empowerment of young athletes in general. And I I think Drake May is a really interesting prospect. And I'll do work on everybody else, and I'll figure out exactly what we like and what Uh, we can do. Of course. Of course, though. But that is not... Like, it's called coping, Danny. Yeah, but that's not... Yeah, right. But that, that that's what happens after this happens. Not... You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, like, yeah of course. You, you have no choice but to get there because the world moves on and the Bears will do something at quarterback and all of that. But Caleb Williams... <laughs> he is a better prospect than those guys. He might not end up better, but like... If the Bears get the number one pick in a year where they need a quarterback Mm -hmm. and they are then not allowed to draft the best quarterback, 
that is, no matter what they get, maybe it ends up working out, but that is another significant chapter in the long history of quarterback futility for this franchise. Oh, yeah, it'd be a legendary like, ad to a <laughs> franchise defined by quarterback starvation. So you're like, I would, Absolutely. Pivot, I would pivot quickly. That is like that. That is. I'm a, just living my life out here. Good for you, but I'm saying that is a huge. <laughs> it's a big pivot. That is a huge gut punch. That is a huge kick in the junk mm-hmm. of like it. Yes, we'd all we'd have to get there, but that not even not even being allowed to take him because he doesn't want to come here would be it'd be devastating. It'd be devastating. I assume we're not. We can't share, right? Mr. Williams has been suffocated. Okay. So is I texted him the clip from Coward and said, "Hey, just brother, come on, let's let's is, talk about this for a second, like you and I. Let's have a conversation." Oh, is, is what is what you're sharing right now? It's uh, fine. Uh, yeah, 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 it's fine. Are you it's sure? Fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. Well, because he because Caleb Caleb is going to be a bear. I'm not giving up on this. Right, right, right. But, oh but no, that's this, the moment right there. Like, speaks. Oh yeah, that's no. our moment. That's why I pivoted, Tanny. <laughs> I'm not giving that's up. What, it happened. I'm just saying. It I'm happened saying, right don't, there. Don't, don't don't nuke the relationship by sharing something I'm, you're not I'm, supposed I'm, to. Because I'm not I, nuking I, it. Caleb, Caleb will be a bear. I'm not going to share specifics. Uh-huh. Mr. Williams is texting me back. We are mid conversation. But it's it's like we haven't made any official comment. Anything from here on uh-huh. out is going to come through our PR staff, our PR firm, which is not the case three months ago when that guy was saying anything to me. Okay, so, who's the PR? So person? that sounds like equivocating well, to cover up what is the truth that t- Colin just believed. Danny, I'm not going to say who the PR no, 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 person no, is. Like it. I'm going to keep that it. to myself. We have it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Right. Let's call that. Yeah. This is <laughs> this is crack, dude. This is stupid. <sighs> No, I'm not handling this well. No, you're not. You know what? It's a good thing, though, because I don't think he's that good anyway. Oh, Oh, stop. stop. I don't agree with that. Stop. I don't agree with that. But, I mean, neither of us, none of us here know, by the way. Of course not. I want to be very, very clear with that. I tell you what. So so why are we, like, so foot in the ground, no matter what, Caleb Williams is the guy, no one else can have any other opinion? No, you're you, allowed you to have, have any opinion opinions. you want. You just said he's not good. He is. That yeah, is he's a, not. That is I an just, opinion. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. Okay. That, that's my opinion. He's not good. <laughs> but you're texting his dad right now? Yeah. But, well, me and Carl have a different relationship. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shane, my pivot to screw that guy would very much include I hope he fails. Absolutely. And there are signs. He's going to be a bear. To indicate Stop the possibility. It, Danny. Dan, Danny's, Danny's there. Well, it's like if you're, if Not you, if it counts as a mush if he does it after this. If you're <laughs> in my school of thought where it's like Danny saying this, I never thought he would be good as a bear anyway because Danny's so high on Caleb. I was like, oh, I've already conceded the fact that he's not going to be any good as a bear. Yep, <laughs> so sorry. the fact that he's just not going to be here at all makes it a little cleaner, to be honest Man, with you. He's <laughs> going to be here. Stop. The, yep. way, the way the coward just described like the, the coaching timeline and the mess that is the Bears as related to Washington. That's the other thing. Burnsy's going to like take a victory lap all around the Me place. Me too. If that, if, that, if that comes out, listen, if he says, I want to go home and play in D.C., but if it comes out and says, like, I wasn't comfortable with their coaching staff yeah. situation, I mean, the, the meltdown that it, it, it will just be a question of who gets to the mic first, me or Bernsey. Uh-huh. <laughs> like that, that would be that would be ins- that, that would be insane. If, also, if, if retaining but, Eberflus cost you Caleb Williams, I'll never forgive you. Well, it, it, it would be interesting because or we know Ryan how Bowles. all we know how a ton of current players and former players feel about Justin Fields, that he was done wrong or has been mishandled. And it's a tale as old as quarterback NFL time. So if Caleb feels that from his contacts and 
his relationships or talking to Justin, yeah, that would be a lot to have to deal with. Do you guys have any plans the second week of February 2024? You have any plans? Twenty twenty five. Twenty twenty five. Twenty twenty five. Do you have any plans? Is that the next combine? So what is that? I'm going to be throwing a party for the first time that Bo Nix wins an MVP with the New England Patriots. If you want to come, you're more than welcome. That's your but guy. I'll be throwing that at my apartment. So yeah, Caleb Williams there. is going to go number one overall to the Bears. Jaden Daniels, Bo Nix, the other guys are going to have a better career. Without a doubt, you're, this you're puny of, little guy who can't see above his offensive lineman, Tandy's guy, Tevin Jenkins, is much, much bigger than Caleb, Caleb Williams. That's true, and he's a guard, and he should be. Caleb Williams did not beat any good defenses. He beat them, but he didn't. It wasn't that good. That's that's numbers based, brother. <laughs> Ask me for a number right now. I'll give it to you. Seven. 48. Oh, yeah. You never know, dude. You never know. You never know. And I should ask. Whoever's advising Caleb Williams on coaching staffs here should take a look at that commander's roster. Take a look at that. They haven't hired anyone really yet that's going to suit his traits. Yep. What's wrong with Shane Waldron that's and Thomas I mean. Brown? And, and the Bears roster. So what would you be willing to bet on if you're Caleb Williams? The Bears roster as it stands now with the coaching staff mm. or a bunch of unknowns and a bad roster in D.C.? Like that, I would advise him differently. Hey, man, if it's Kingsbury, it's a big deal. If, if Washington pays whatever they have to pay and decides the to Bears get Kingsbury. The interviewed him. I know. I know. They didn't, they didn't hire him. I'm not saying they should have. And they concluded I, he was a dunce. If, if it, Shane Waldron <laughs> turned Geno Smith from so bottom of the barrel. I've never, never heard Danny do that. If they chose <laughs> Shane Waldron <laughs> over Kingsbury and now... <laughs> Now Caleb only wants to go where Kingsbury goes. They should have hired Kingsbury. What, they might not have liked him. Yeah, they should. They should have moved the franchise to Washington, right? That's what no, they should have done. Like, that's what I said. If he wants, if he just wants to go play at home, then it's just horrifying luck, and I'll be very sad. But if it's because of like Matt Eberflus or Kingsbury or something like that that they could have controlled that would have made him want to come here, I don't know if I'll ever. There's a home. very good possibility that Caleb Williams sucks. And there's a good possibility that Jaden Daniels, Drake May, Bo Nix, whomever, absolutely suck. And I know it's our job as a radio show to talk. I I know, Danny. I get it. I know it's our job to, like, talk about all of them and to take who the general public thinks is the best answer for your organization, and that is Caleb Williams. But also, nobody, not even Mel Kuyper, not Matt Miller, (laughs) not any of these guys knows anything. Listen, this is not going to work. They're not even experts. I know, Shane, but draft analysts. I have the option to draft any of them. And this guy, but not at one. What? Not at one. I don't want to draft any of them at one. What I'm saying is, you have the number one pick in the draft. Every year in NFL history, except for two, you've been able to take anybody that you want. Sure. This year, there's a year where there's an excellent quarterback prospect, according to the experts who, yes, are often wrong. And this This is saying, has been handed to you. This is saying, you can take anyone you want. Except that guy. The irony, okay. the irony that would is, suck. the irony is that for all you feel about the empowerment of players and the unlawfulness of, of the draft, it might bite you in the ass on the precipice of a generational prospect to your favorite team. Correct. Can I give you an? It, I would be a pl- if the if the if the Patriots had the number one pick uh-huh. and the Commanders had the second pick. You and go, the Bears, Caleb. Of course, I you would. go, man. Okay. Of course, I would. I, I, can I give you? I'm an, a hypocrite. An analogy. 
Can we do an analogy? You want to do it on the other side? No, no, no. I want to do it right now. All right. Your top 10 cheeseburgers that you've ever had, right? Yeah. You would have them all the time. Even the one that you rank 10th. If you said every day I could have that 10th ranked in my personal rankings cheeseburger every day, right? Yeah. So what would you want? Do you want that number one cheeseburger maybe once every once in a while? Or do you want to get rid of that one number one cheeseburger and get like three of your top five favorite cheeseburgers and have those all the time? Which one? Because right now, Caleb Williams it, is the it, best cheeseburger perceptually I know, but that the you've ever is, had. The problem is, Shane, that a cheeseburger as related to other foods is not as important as a quarterback is as related to everything not, else. Th- th- that, that is neither here nor there. That, that, I'm not talking about comparing the cheeseburger to other foods. I'm saying strictly, whatever cheeseburger you think is number Amen. one, you would gladly have your top five multiple times as opposed to your number one cheeseburger in of all time scenario, once every month. In your scenario, you're guaranteeing that those other cheeseburgers are also great. There's a better chance that multiple of them will be great as opposed to one of them being great when but you get to choose from more than one. We don't know if any of these burgers are good, but you can make a good cheeseburger at home. <laughs> yeah, that, it, it's <laughs> and easier. And might have one at Much home. Easier. You might already have a cheeseburger at home. A perfectly fine perfectly, cheeseburger at home. There's a meat patty sitting right there. It has its limitations. Just got to get the right pan. That but, ground beef's been sitting in the freezer for like four months. It's still good. Just thought, brother. It can get you out of a meal. Yeah. Easily. 38 days. I'm not in a joking mode. We're not joking. I'm giving you like a serious thing here. Your number one cheeseburger one time over three months or multiple of your top five (laughs) for years? Which one? Multiple of your top five because that cheeseburger's damn good regardless, and you know, you've got more of it. I never liked that Caleb exactly. Williams Exactly. You cross your arms I've there, radio man. I'm so angry. I'm so mad at everybody. I'm mad at everybody except I'm me. right. I like mine with lettuce and tomato. <laughs> it's 57 and french fried potatoes. <laughs> Texture says this analogy that changes flow that dropped you from 9 to 17. No. Nope. No, you brought you from nine to two. You should have quelled that. I just went from six to midnight. <laughs> oh, God. Why uh. is the show not over? It's Parkinson Spiegel on the screen. Everybody, we are live. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Strange twists and turns with the guys over there on the Parkinson Spiegel Show. Afternoons on the score. We're having a little fun. Caleb and his group do not want to go to Chicago. I don't even want to be around anymore. What? I don't want to be around anymore. Like you don't want to live anymore? I don't know. It's not funny. I mean, we got to try and enjoy ourselves. It's not funny. Living in this this miserable, miserable quarterback land that is Bears fandom. I wanted to talk about his teammates. Do you have a monetary Don't. interest, Danny? Have you invested any money into the Caleb Williams era yet? I mean, in the way that you know that I have. Yeah. End it. End it. In due end time. It. In end due it. time. End the it. listeners will find out. Still might, still might be a factor. That's a tease. Uh, listen. For anybody who doesn't know. There's there's been no money to be made on it because he's such a huge favorite. You'd have to risk $1,200 right now to to, to win $100 for Caleb to be the number one pick in the draft. Yeah, that's the thing. It doesn't say to which team he would go with that number one pick. I know that. (laughs) you got to make money off of this. It's simply too good. (laughs) 
For anybody who doesn't know, Colin Coward said today on his show that it's entirely possible there will be a power play to go to Washington by Caleb Williams and his father. We have seen it before in the NFL draft where a consensus number one quarterback just says flat out, I don't want to go there. And a team is usually left with no recourse but to work out a trade to where they want to go. Yeah. And I don't get the, like, preemptive, like, well, Jaden Daniels would be better, Drake May will be better. Okay. Most people disagree with you, and maybe they will be, but they also could bust too. Sure, of Caleb, course. Caleb could be great. It's, you could be forced to draft the guy who busts. That would be unbelievably all-time painful. To me, it's not even about that yet. It's about what would you do if you're Ryan Poles? Has the NFL landscape changed enough since 2004 that you might be able to do something different in this day and age and just say no? Just flat out say no. And 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 try to force their hand to see if he would what sit out a year. It's a hot mess. I mean, you've got a complete complete mess. If you're you're dealing, I don't know why the player with the millions of dollars would be less empowered than Eli Manning or John Elway. I wonder if the league would not want this kind of thing to happen to. To allow some kind of chaos here. I wonder if you would have support around the league or yeah. support from the commissioner to try to do something where this you is not allowed to happen. You don't want to force someone to play for you who doesn't want to play for you, man. Um, yeah, I new ownership group in Washington. The league would be thrilled for Caleb Williams to be in D.C. It's a sleeping giant of an organization yeah. with an East Coast team. And a home a homecoming of sorts. They'd be thrilled. It'd be a great story for, for the league. So I don't I don't. I don't think so. I think he'd be screwed. I think you would look down at the hand, the cards in his hands and realize that he has no moves. And then try to extract whatever the hell he could from Washington with very limited leverage. With no leverage. <laughs> with no leverage, actually. God. Not limited leverage for you to get no leverage. I mean, I know it's different than moving from 9 to 10, but we saw the Bears make a trade for one draft spot last year. They got a future fourth-round pick. It's very different from 9 to 10. Right. And it's very different than for a quarterback than it is. Well, no, it isn't because there was because there again, you're not bidding with every other team like it where it would be similar was, hey, Ian Cunningham knew that the Eagles were trading up to draft Jalen Carter because he used to work there. It was like, OK, we're not going to draft Jalen Carter, but you want Jalen Carter. But hey, we might wink, wink, trade it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Hey, you probably won't. But OK, we'll give you a future fourth just to buy some insurance on this pick. It's it's you, they wouldn't get much. You have to use everything you can to try and get your guy coward to tell you I, what the context I, I, is. I've texted. Here. I've texted Colin and call I've, eight, I, call eight times and, in a row. And as I've, soon as the show's over, te- I, I texted Nick to to get to Colin <laughs> to get him to me. So. I'm, I mean, they, they You're talk doing everything all the time. you can. You text Pony to get to Nick. <laughs> I get to Nick. Uh, text the Syracuse Alumni Association. Yeah, I will. I will. I will listen. I will get something. I will get something. Uh, it might not be from Colin. But I'll get something by tomorrow's show. Well, let let's play a game we like to play, which is um, categories. <laughs> Reckless speculation. <laughs> Who's telling Colin Coward things? Is it the dad? If it's purely the dad, could the dad be talking out, you know, over his over his skis? Could be the head the head be out over his skis? I'll tell you what, brother. The way that Caleb uh, Carl Williams has turtled in my communication with him, it's absolutely Carl who has talked 
far too much and put far too much out there with more people than he should. That's what I'm he saying. He should not be talking to me. Well, he's been talking for a long <laughs> He should not. <laughs> <laughs> he answers my text messages. I wouldn't want to go Carl, to that what place. what are you doing, dude? I wouldn't want to belong to that club because then if someone like me is a member. Come on, I get dude. you. Yeah. No, Stay talk, home. Totally. Pay your bills. And pay the electric bill. He's always talked too much. He's talked too much forever. That, that's been the thing, and people have been worried about that. Yeah. So here we are. That's got to be who's talking, and he might not speak for Caleb. Caleb might rise up and say, Dad, you know what? I, I don't have to come home and play for you and play for Washington. Speaks. Text Teddy. Teddy knows Carl, right? 100%. Teddy Greenstein. T- Teddy and Carl, they're tight. Absolutely. There was an Ian Rappaport report that says he will. he's excited to play for whoever drafts him. I know there's a ton of misinformation out there. The, hey, the, Danny. The Bears are a good situation. Yeah. Caleb Williams will be a Bear. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to text Nick to see if he could text Teddy to ask Coward. Dude. And get, get to the end of it that Danny, way. Danny, Carl said the same thing to me. <laughs> what? Carl said the same thing to me that the, the first time that that report came out and I got a hold of him. He said, we love all NFL fans. It's the same thing. I have that in writing. Shut up, Shane. (laughs) I remember that. We love all NFL fans. Yeah. Yeah. I went with that. (laughs) That's him. That's him. Put him on. (laughs) Put him on right away. What happens when I I keep the phone lines open? It's always ringing. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. It's good. We like that. That's the the whole thing. That's the whole thing. I'll call Carl on my way home. Great. See what he has to say. Put him on with Gabe. That'll make me feel better. (laughs) (laughs) Let's park at the Spiegel on the score. And so much we didn't get to today. Yeah, it's because the freakout uh, took place. That's that's certainly part of it. Yeah, that is certainly part of it. We got a lot of stuff. We can get to it tomorrow. We had three guests today. Yeah, we did. Thank you to Dave Wanstead for coming on the show. He was great. Peter King, Jarrett Payton. Oh my God! What a great story he told, huh? Unbelievable. Let's live in that time. It's a simpler time. Let's live in that time. I got to say, the reason this is resonating so much with you and others is in part because there's been little bits of it in the tea leaves. Remember when Caleb liked the tweet on Christmas Eve that said the Bears shouldn't draft him? He clicked like on that. Yeah, but then he's liking apartments in the South Loop. and like, You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I think he's going to be a Bear. But people have been like, oh, it's Colin Coward and it's baseless speculation. That just shows a lack of under. You don't think that people tell Speeg stuff? You don't think that people tell me stuff? You don't think that people tell Bernstein stuff? Lawrence? Like, we get told stuff. Yeah, we do. And then amplify it by a thousand when you've got a national platform like he does. These guys get told things. Caleb Williams told me he's not coming here. Okay. You want to talk about people right. telling you stuff? All right. Thank you to Connor O'Donnell, Kevin Lapka, Twitch chat, video stream. <laughs> Thank you, sir. That, that dumbass organization. I don't know that I'm thanking Shane today. Danny's going to go <laughs> scream into the void I'm for an hour. Scream at Shane first. Uh, hey, call Carl. Scream at him. It's not my fault, brother. <laughs> Shane Reardon is our executive producer. Chris Tannehill making us sound better than we are each and every day. For Matt Spiegel, I'm Danny Parkins. We are Parkins and Spiegel. This is the score. It was going so good <laughs> until the end. Brilliantly done. And then uh, it just devolved into absolute garbage. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.